What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the We Run a Coffee podcast, book club edition. This is book club number three. We're so excited. I'm going to be facilitating our little book club discussion today. This is Erica, if you don't know my voice. <laughs> I wonder how often people like put our voice with our name or if they mix us up. Yeah, That'd I don't be know. really interesting to know. I mean, so, I know that know. we sound different, but I'm like, I don't really know what yeah. the difference is between our voices. So yeah. And do I sound do I sound like a Marissa or do I sound like an Erica? I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> That's funny. But anyways, we're so excited for our book club today. If you guys don't know, this is actually our third book club on the podcast. So that's a little crazy. I can't mm-hmm. believe that actually. Um, and we already have our fourth one planned. So I want to shout it out right at the beginning before I forget because you all can join our book club and read and come with the questions, comment on our Instagram, chat with us, whatever. And the next book is Marissa's Pick. So we're reading Five Total Strangers. And I don't remember who it's by. Oh, Natalie Richards. Yeah, I was like, I see it I'm on excited. my bookshelf over there. I was like, can I see it good enough to say? That far? <laughs> That's so good. So yeah, we're going to read Five Total Strangers by Natalie D. Richards. And the cover is very wintry and looks yeah. snowy and cool. So I was like, that is a great pick for winter. Yeah. It's going to be vibes. It's going to be a little bit different than the books we've read in the past. Yeah. I think it's like a thriller or a mystery or something like that. It seems like it. And yeah. I think that's a really good book to like read for like the fourth quarter of the year and True. it does it is covered in snow on the we're uh, gonna need some entertainment at that point yeah we're i know be so deep in the snow we need it yes <laughs> that's funny i love it well okay so before we get started we're gonna do our regular thing of what are you drinking and catching up so i will say i'm not drinking coffee right now because i had one earlier recording later today so i'm just drinking water but I did switch up my coffee routine this morning for you guys, just so I could tell you. Really, <laughs> it's only for you these days. But I made my regular brown sugar latte, except I used a little bit less brown sugar. And then I did chestnut praline in it, and it was giving fall. <sighs> I love I'm actually ready. How like, did you I'm get the chestnut praline? I just have a bottle of it from Starbucks. Okay. I've had it for, like, honestly, probably way too long, like a couple years. Oh. I yeah, love it. But, That's my um, favorite syrup. One of my, yes, one of my old coworkers bought a bottle. He like went through the drive-thru. He's like, can I get a couple bottles of this? And they were like, no. And then he was like, please. And they were like, sure. <laughs> and they sold it to him. <laughs> so he had a couple and he gave me one. It was so nice. Yeah, it's delicious. So it's if so anybody good. needs to try a new drink, I mean, these don't come out until like November. But when they oh, do depressing. come out, it is delicious. The chestnut Go get one. Latte. Yes, I love the chestnut praline. Oh, so good. So that's what I had. What are you drinking? Um, I'm actually having my energy drink because... You guys will hear about this in the next episode because we're going to do our week recap in the next episode. We're doing a double header today again. And I had a surprise bachelorette party last night. So I woke up and I was a little bit sick in my tummy. (laughs) I I took the morning and just like kind of like just had like bland stuff like water. And honestly, I added something to my hangover routine that like, okay, like heals you. So I had ramen. I had a liquid IV and then I had a Sprite and it was beautiful. Oh, I love it. (laughs) sprite when i like have this sounds gross but like when i have the flu yeah and i'm just like oh i need a sprite not that it does really anything but it feels like it does i know it feels like just like a little bit of carbonation and the sugar and everything it just like helps but picks you up yeah so now i'm having my energy drink it's the tropsicle flavor from the alani new nice yeah have you tried kim aid yet no i can't find it (gasps) oh man i'm so curious about it but i don't want to buy a whole case i know kyle and i are going to the grocery store today so maybe i'll be able to find it I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Their branding is so cute. I love I it. I know. It's like bubble okay, letters. Whoa. It's so cute. 
I know. I'm like, and it's pink. I know. Yes, please. I want to be drinking that just because of the branding. Yeah. It's good marketing right there. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I love it. Well, okay. So like Marissa said, we're doing a double header today. So you guys know what that means. We're going to give you our weekly recap and what we're looking forward to. So right now, we're going to tell you what we're looking forward to this week. Do you want to kick us off? Yes. So this is a last minute thing and I haven't told you about it or anything. I'm taking Friday off of work and I'm (gasps) driving to Ohio Thursday night and Nuh-uh. I'm going to get my marriage license. <gasps> Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the original plan was to go on Labor Day, but yeah. I was talking about it and Kyle ended up getting his work schedule and I was like, do you want to just go and get the marriage license like prior to you starting work? Because he starts work a oh, week yeah. from Monday, well, tomorrow. So he yeah. starts on like the 21st. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, like, let's just go on Friday the 18th and let's make sure that we like get all of it done so that you don't have to worry about like taking another day off of work because you need to take the Friday before Labor Day off to be able to do that. And he was like, that sounds perfect. So we're going to drive up on Thursday to stay with my mom because my dad's in Alabama right now on a fishing trip. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I was like, mom, we'll come and stay with you for like a day or so. And then after we go and get the marriage license, we're going to go over to the wedding venue because their winery is open and we're going to try all of the wines. And I'm taking my mom with us because she's going to have a better opinion on wine than Kyle will. And we're going to just try all the wines and then pick out the ones we'll have at the wedding. That's so exciting. I know. What a weekend. Oh, my gosh. How crazy. And then so for Labor Day, are you guys going to stay home then? No, um, my bridal shower is Labor Day still. Oh, wait. So yeah, I forgot. We're gonna my come. Is packed. Yeah, we're gonna come home still, but we just don't Damn. have to take Friday off. So Kyle That's still gets nice, that though. full week of work, and then he gets Monday off yeah. like me. So. Oh yeah, that'll be really nice. Oh my god, crazy! I know. How spur of the moment. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh my god, the wines. Yeah, we've done a whole lot of wedding stuff recently, so. If um, you're listening and you're part of the family, you have your invite now. Please RSVP. <laughs> She's talking to me. Yeah, Erica has an RSVP. I has an RSVP, and you want to know why? why? Can you guess why? Why? You have a guess. Because Angela won't give me his song recommendation. <laughs> I'm like, give me your damn recommendation. I need to send this in. And he's like, I'm I'm trying to find the perfect songs that I want to put on the list for my recommendations. I'm like, oh my god. Julie Should gave us Italian, and we'll be done. <laughs> Julie gave us some really good ones. She gave us Did like she? six songs, I think. Wow yeah that's actually a, such a cute feature I i've know. never seen that before well, I, I love that yeah there was an option to like add questions for your guest and i think it's more like do you have any advice for the bride and groom but i was like Got i it. want your song recommendations Songs. i don't want I, <laughs> I mean i love your advice too but give it to yeah. me at like the wedding on a card or something yeah, yeah you'll get at the bridal shower probably yeah some kind of game i know oh i'm so gosh. excited We've done so much. So exciting. We did the invites. So everybody has those now. We finalized the amount that we're um, spending for, um, what is it? Oh, cupcakes. And then we went and looked at uh, Michael's because it's literally right next to my apartment. And we looked at their like their shadow boxes for like a card box we were looking at like signage i'm talking with one of my friend's moms who has a cricket to be able to like Mm -hmm. cut out um like the signage stuff that we're gonna put and then what else have we done oh i went to my dress fitting (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about that how was that it was really good um it was a it was right around the amount that i had expected it was like $480 for the amount of alterations I needed, which Uh is understandable. And then I get it on September 13th. But she told me that I I only do the original fitting and then I pick it up. I don't get any fittings in between. And she was like, don't lose any more weight. And I was like, I'm training for a half marathon. Literally, like, yeah. And I was like, I was asking the guy when I was checking out, I was like, 
is there any way like if it doesn't fit like we can do something and she was and he was like well we have a month we would prefer you don't have to get anything else done but if it is something we hope that she can do it in like studio or like in house that day and I was like okay hopefully it's so frustrating though because it's like no normal person stays the same weight for a whole month and even if you don't do anything like (laughs) that's crazy i know those are that's so weird to think about yeah i don't know but it's gonna be like the episode of how i met your mother when lily won't fit into her dress that's literally gonna be me pounding chocolate cake trying to fit into this dress oh my god because i pick it up You're like we need we need two dozen more cupcakes i need them for myself (laughs) i pick it up the like four days before we run the half marathon so i shouldn't theoretically lose any more weight after i pick up the dress right but I can't promise that I'm not. Right. No kidding. I'm like, I'm not going to lose or gain any weight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. I well, know. that's exciting though. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think that's everything <laughs> that we've done for the wedding planning. There's probably more, but we have a wedding episode coming up. I've started yes, laying out the budget wait. of everything so that wow. we have all of like the actual Juicy. stats for you. Oh, I love that. You guys know we love financial transparency here, so yes. we're going to be doing it. I'll tell That's you crazy. dollar cents and everything, even up wow. to, oh, we also booked an Airbnb in Rome for the one night that we're going to be there yeah. before we board the cruise. That's really exciting. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, wow. Okay. I'm wait. done. You guys, I need so many pictures from the freaking <laughs> I know, honeymoon. I, know. I like, cannot wait. Okay. It's your okay. turn. I'll stop talking. This is, no, it's good. I love it. We haven't talked in a while, you guys. We've been doing this new schedule. Yes. So we uh, always have more to catch up with. I... I'm looking forward to this week. So tomorrow is mine and Angelo's home ownership one year anniversary, which Yay. is very cute. So I wasn't, I didn't even have it in my calendar or think about it. And then the other day I was just realizing like, oh my God, we haven't even been here for a year. And then I decided that was a perfect excuse to go to Texas Roadhouse because we're, that's our guilty pleasure place oh, is really? Texas Roadhouse. That's so funny. Yeah. It's so kind of random. And like, I don't even go for steak. I go for, they have this lemon chicken that makes me want to die because it's that good. Like it's the best chicken of my life. Hmm. So... It's a perfect excuse to go get rolls with the sugary butter Mm -hmm. and my lemon chicken. And it's going to be so fun. So we're having a little anniversary of our house dinner. I love that. I am so excited. We're having an Only Murders in the Building premiere watch party with Angela's mom. Because we love that show. And the second season just came out. I've never seen it. (gasps) Really? I know. I think you'd like it. I want to watch it. Isn't it the third season that just came out? Oh, it might be. I don't know. Maybe I'll make Kyle watch it with me. We're currently watching Love should. Island. <laughs> so oh, nice. <laughs> we need something like not reality after this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you would like it. And I don't know. I never really, I wasn't a Selena Gomez stan, mm-hmm. but after seeing her in the show, I, I'm like, I like her. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like her even more. So that was cool. So yeah, we're doing a watch party. So that'll be fun. And then also this week, oh my gosh, I have my Invisalign appointment. So it's my first like scan since I got them in April and we're gonna see where I'm at I know I'm behind I'm about five weeks behind where I'm supposed to be because sometimes they'll be like oh your teeth aren't moving like keep them in for another week Uh uh-huh so I think I'm about five weeks behind which doesn't seem that bad but we'll see what they say on Wednesday (laughs) we'll see um we have our friend coming over on Thursday for I'm making her some beef ramen because I learned this new recipe that is so far I'll have to send it to you on Instagram okay um I found it and it's one pot beef ramen and it tastes literally better than takeout i'm not exaggerating like it's so I've, good and I've it's only, so easy i've only had ramen like out once yeah and oh i didn't God, like so it because good. it was fishy i don't know what it was i oh, think it was like the broth I I that i had gotten that. but yeah i, I want to make it i guess this isn't maybe ramen's the wrong word because it's not with a lot of broth it's actually more like lo mein beef 
it is lo mein. Is it lo mein or chow mein? It's one of those. Okay. So it's not as soupy and it's just more like it has a light sauce, but oh my God, it's mm. so good. Um, yeah. And then on Friday, spoiler alert to my yearly goals is our passport appointment. <gasps> yeah, we did it. I'm so excited. We finally made our appointment. And then this weekend, so many things. My friend Cree and her baby Willow, who just turned two, are coming to spend the night with us, I'm pretty sure. We're going to have a cookout with Angela's family. And then the next day, we're having a cookout with my family. So there's literally busy, the most busy this week. week. <laughs> I'm excited and not. Yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> It'll be okay. I feel yeah. like I'm trying to look at my calendar and see if I have anything else. I think that I'm only going home this week. But I have like more and more things like happening. Kyle and I yeah. just bought tickets to a Bengals game, a preseason, <gasps> a, a preseason game at the Washington Commanders Stadium, which is only like 40 Ooh. minutes from here. So we yeah. get to go and see them. And it was that's kind really of last fun. minute. We bought them like two or three days ago, but that's in like two yeah. weeks. And then <gasps> so we have the marriage license, the Bengals game, yeah. and then my bridal shower, and then we're already in the second week of September, and then basically yeah, and then it's time to get married. A wedding. <laughs> yeah, and then it's the honeymoon. I'm getting so nervous because I feel like I don't and have everything done. Oh my God, it's all happening. I know. Oh my God. We're literally going to see each other so much though. How fun, I know. I'm so excited. I just feel like I don't have everything done, and I feel like the vendors aren't reaching out to me and like having me pay, yeah. and I'm like, do you want your money? Like, hello? <laughs> that's funny do you want your money and like mm. nah i mean if you don't ask i don't know what to do yeah. but that's wild oh my god weddings are crazy i can't wait to do our wedding episode i'm so excited and by hour i mean yours. <laughs> i talk about my <laughs> wedding for an hour yes exactly oh my god that's so funny well that was our catch-up you guys welcome to the chaos of yes. what's gonna happen this week we'll give you a recap next time we hear from you well in two episodes yes um but let's dive into our book club i'm, I'm ready super excited the reason we're recording even... later today is because I had to finish the book. <laughs> Rip. Marissa's like, uh, I didn't finish the book. Uh, yeah. I didn't finish this today. I was on page 170 this morning. This book is 304 pages and I finished oh, it. it. Really? Yeah. Damn. Nice. I was I'm, speed I'm so reading. Proud. You were. I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, you guys, but today's book club is Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. This was my pick, hence why I'm reading the you know description and everything today but i wanted what i was craving because the last time we read what did we read we read jeanette mccurdy's book and then we read it ends else. with us yeah it ends with us by colleen hoover okay so we had those two and then what i was wanting to pick for my pick was something like lighter hearted mm -hmm. than all of it i was like i just want a simple summer read that mm -hmm. doesn't make me want to die and yeah have, like sad <laughs> thoughts so that's what i was hoping for and i just heard good things about this book so what I'm going to do today, you guys, um, is read you a summary and it is going to spoil the entire book. So if <laughs> did you, you have a hard time finding one like I did with it? Ends I with us? kind of did. I like went to this one website. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot to write down the website, but we I think we used it last time and it's like summarize something uh -huh. and it is good but it's really in depth okay. and it was like 10 hundred pages long i was like i can't put all this <laughs> on my podcast yeah so i kind of had to paraphrase and make my own yeah a little bit so oh super summary that's what it's called okay so you know i kind of i winged it you guys but this is a huge spoiler so if you haven't read the book and you want to this is your chance to leave okay go to next week come back later when you finish the book and if you just want to follow along with us today i'm going to tell you all about what we read so let's get started first thing I used Bitch Bookshelf, which is a great name. <laughs> I love that. Bitchbookshelf.com, CarlyFortune.com, and Super Summary to write all of these questions. So definitely check those out if you guys are interested. But let's get started. Also, before I start reading, because I have to say this, 
I was today years old when I found out how to pronounce her name. Her full name. I mean, Do I got to look at the book. It's sitting right here behind me. Yeah, I'm going to let you look at it. Maybe it's on the back. I have it sitting behind me, too. And I want to see if I can get what you thought it was. Yeah, it's on the oh, back. Oh, wait. I guess I'm confused. Whose name? Because she has a nickname, Percy. But that is her full name on the top Persephone? line. Persephone? I was literally calling her in my head Persephone. Persephone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what kind of name is Persephone? I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's Persephone. You never so heard of stupid. the name Persephone? No, what? never. So then I Googled it this morning just to make sure you guys before I came on the podcast and it was like Persephone and I was like, huh? <laughs> You're like, good thing I That's didn't say Persephone. <laughs> yeah, it's way prettier than Persephone. Okay, here we go. <sighs> and scene, you guys. I'm going to read this really long summary that I wrote, but I hope it gives you guys a good, you know, round out discussion point. So let's go. Persephone. <laughs> not Persephone. Percy is her nickname. Percy Fraser gets home from her friend Chantel's party a little drunk and with freshly cut bangs, which are the result of her recent breakup with her boyfriend, Sebastian. Although it was her longest lasting relationship at seven months, the breakup had not affected her much. Percy started dating Sebastian after a string of meaningless flings. She thought that she needed to date someone seriously at the age of 30, but she never really felt attached to him. There had only been one person Percy had ever cared about, but he's long gone from her life. Okay, so that's background, you guys. That's where we yeah, start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Percy receives a phone call, and at first she thinks this caller is Sam Florig, the boy she fell in love with as a teenager, as the voice transports her back to when she was 13. However, it wasn't. It was Sam's older brother, Charlie. It has been 10 years since Percy last saw the Florics, back when they used to live next door to the cottage that was owned by her parents. Charlie informs Percy that his mother, Sue, has passed away. She had cancer and was sick for a while, and Percy is overwhelmed. She loved Sue and used to dream that Sue would be her mother-in-law one day. So that is the present day, 30-year-old Percy. That's the background we get. And then um, the, the book kind of goes back and forth. So it goes from present day, where she's 30, to being Summers. a summer. <laughs> being a summer. Being a kid in the summer. So it'll go back to like when she's 11 then 12, then 13, and it goes back and forth, which I will pause here to get your thoughts on this, but I usually have a hard time with that. Like, I usually get lost somewhere between going back and forth, but for this book, I really liked it. Yeah. I think it's because it didn't say, like, 1995. Like, I hate when it throws years in there. I get so confused. I'm like, I'm lost, but I liked the back and forth. Yeah, I think I liked it on this one as well. I think that it was helpful, kind of like, this is similar to, like, where the crawdads sing. Oh, yeah. Like, that one does that that one does like the timeline but Mm -hmm. it's like it's two very specific timelines like one she's going back for the funeral and then the like back in time ones is she's going to her summer like her summer house house so it makes sense to me beachy and just nostalgic and feeling good and it was just very clear yeah i I thought so it's either summer beachy or it's Percy living in the city yeah so at this point the book kind of gives us Percy and Sam's history I'm gonna go really briefly through this you guys because you have to read the book if you want all the details yeah. but um, it gives us their history the way that they met as kids they spent every single summer together when Percy's family would visit their summer house which was neighboring to the boys regular house so long story short throughout the years they grew up together as best friends they slowly fall in love. What else could you ask for in a good summer Of course. <laughs> I love it. So eventually they begin to date and everything seems kind of like a fairy tale until Sam starts to go to college and strings Percy along while she's there. When he finally tells her she wants a break, she was crushed. Now, you read this more fresh than me, so jump in if I'm a little jumbled okay. on the timeline. But 
I wrote, long story short, again, Percy spent a day with Charlie trying to cheer her up because Sam kind of broke her heart, stomped all, stomped all over it, um, as he kind of does throughout the book because he's just a little bit different with emotions than you would hope he would be. Yeah. So Charlie, the brother, spent a day trying to cheer her up, took her to a drive-in movie, etc. And he did more than just cheer her up because <laughs> they ended up sleeping together. <laughs> so. I love how you said that. <laughs> He did more than just cheer her up. Um, The delivery. (laughs) He sure did. He sure did. Um, When the families got together that year for Thanksgiving, then Sam came home from college to apologize and then proposed to Percy asking her to marry him. Percy had to say no, considering what she did with Charlie. She didn't want to tell him because she knew it would break his heart. So I'm going to pause there. We're, we're flipping back to present day, you guys. We're almost, we're almost done. In present day, when Percy visits for the funeral, she meets with Sam as adults. And after having ice cream, Sam invites Percy back to his house for a drink. Percy hesitates. She does not want to go, but she's still unprepared. She wants to go, but she is still unprepared to tell the truth about the past. So she obliges when he insists. Sam pours out a drink, admitting that having Percy here feels like he's been punched in the heart. Percy wants to make things better, but she doesn't know what to say. So she asks Sam for time and he assures her that they don't have to talk about it right now. Moving a little bit further in time. Sam comments on Percy's bangs, reminding her that she promised she would never get bangs again. Percy confesses that they're breakup bangs and that she was recently dumped. She's not sorry, though, as he wasn't the man for her. I thought that was worded so funny. (laughs) Their conversation's interrupted by a tall, blonde, elegantly dressed woman who arrives at the house. Sam introduces her as Taylor, his girlfriend. Pause. I thought all that happened in the bar, but some super summary said it happened at his house. I don't know. I'm a little I confused feel like that. it did happen at the bar because I think okay. that I'm calling it the t- it happened at the tavern. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought. thought. So. <laughs> it did. Super summary was wrong. Super summary <laughs> warning might not be accurate. No, it's pretty close. Okay. Percy brings up uh, this is later. So after the girlfriend leaves, whatever they get, you know, it's tense because the girlfriend's there finding Sam with this other girl who she doesn't know, blah, blah, blah. It's tense. It's a little bit weird, but she leaves and whatever. It's a few days later. Percy brings up Taylor and asks who Charlie is seeing now, the brother. To Percy's surprise, Charlie angrily says to Sam, you've got to be kidding me. Mm. However, Sam signals to Charlie not to say anything further and Percy goes to wash the dishes. When she returns, she overhears an argument between the brothers and Charlie leaves, promising Percy it is not because of anything she said or did. He just has to go have his other plans for the evening. Percy queries why Charlie didn't look her up in Toronto and he admits that he didn't think that would be a good idea. He promises to save her seat at the funeral the next day because he could really use a friend. Sam will have Taylor. After Charlie leaves, Sam insists that him and Charlie get along much better now than they did as kids, though Charlie still knows how to push his buttons. He also reveals that he has not been sleeping much recently with all the stress, and in the basement, Sam shows Percy a cardboard box full of the horror movies he bought in college but never watched with her. An important detail to include, you guys, but you have to read the book to understand why and giving you it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> More time passes. We're almost done, really. Sam assures Percy that him and Taylor are broken up for good. And after the funeral, Percy tells Sam about what happened the many years ago. And to her surprise, Sam had known the entire time because Charlie had told him what happened, which is pretty crazy. And after all that, okay, all things forgiven, we're skipping a lot here. But Percy decides to propose to Sam using the ring and box he made for her, which is the part I literally forgot until I reread it today. Yeah. And I wrote, they lived happily ever after question mark question mark. i don't know it was a cliffhanger at Phew. the end i'm like is this a it was is this I'm like, like her hoping for another like signing like she could sign for another book i, <laughs> I want one but i'm not hopeful because i started looking up her other books because i'm like i liked this book yeah. personally and i want to read more but i didn't find a um any news of a, huh. a sequel so i was kind of sad yeah um so i have discussion questions but before we get started i want to know your thoughts and your rating i think that 
maybe it's like different because I read it basically all in one day. I mean, like I read half of it today, (laughs) but I think that it was like, it was like a four and a half. I would say I wasn't able to predict anything. Like when she said that she had slept with Charlie, like he was always so flirty and like I could see him like kind of like, I don't know, just like always like egging her on, I guess. Yeah. But he always knew that it was like Sam's girl. I didn't think like Sam was really weird. I thought like, no, he was a respectful guy. And yes, he was like a little bit weird when he was like, yeah, he was timid and he like. He was kind of a little like extra possessive, I guess, but that's just because yeah. like he knew what he wanted in Percy. Yeah. And I just I liked the storyline. I thought it was so cute. And I, I was like, too. I want a summer house in a cabin yes. in Canada somewhere. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I guess we should have said this book set in Canada, which I thought was actually a really nice change of pace. Just yeah. I feel like I'm always reading like from American authors pretty much. So yeah. that was kinda nice. It was so cool. cool. But I love it. Yeah, I think a four and a half. What did you say? Okay, I didn't rate on Goodreads yet, but I will after this, you guys. On the Goodreads scale, I'm giving it a five, which I'm pretty Mm. surprised about, but I really liked it. I felt like it was just easy to read, easy to follow. I liked the story. I also didn't feel like it was super predictable. And also, it was so nostalgic. I just loved it. I was like, oh, I feel so warm inside and like summer. I love it. So I'm giving it a five on my Goodreads scale. However, if you're listening to this, um, please join our book club on yes. bookclubs.com. There's a link on our Instagram. And on there, we can all rate the book and it'll like give us an average rating of everyone in our club, which is kind of fun. So on there, when I rate it after this, I think I might give it a nine out of 10. Okay. It was almost perfect. Yeah. I, it was just 10. I really liked Percy's character because it reminded me a lot of me. Because yes. I was, I did not expect that. But then with the horror movies and stuff yeah. and all that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Basically, Percy's like I guess her like personality was that she loved like old horror movies and she like her and Sam kind of saw that as like their like special interest to do together I guess like yeah that was like what they did to like hang out was like they would watch the movies and Percy also was like creative writing and like writing these scary stories which I loved because I used to do that all the time when I was a kid and it was like that's why it was super nostalgic to me because like I mean, you grew up near Lake Erie, so you probably yeah, got like the sure. lake aspect of nostalgia. Yes. But I was like, that was me as a kid. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. Marissa is the main character. Yeah. You heard it we here We knew first. it. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm going to dive into the questions and we can get started. Okay. So, these two first questions, I feel like they kind of go to s- together similarly. So I'll say them both. So the first one is that Sam and Percy are sort of fast friends. What do you think each other gets from their relationship? And then also with that, it says, why are both Percy and Sam's parents a little hesitant about the intensity of their friendship and romance? Um, okay. So, so I also got to say really quick, like yeah. I didn't get the vibe that they were so hesitant, but this was a question on many discussion guides. So I must've just been not paying attention to the parents or something. <laughs> See, I got the vibe that they were really hesitant and okay. I was so confused because okay. I guess it's because they like, they like only hung out with each other. And like, I guess Sam's mom, Sue, like saw Sam not like seeking out other girl friends mm-hmm. or like seeking out other girls when Percy wasn't there. And kind of the same thing with Percy, like her family saw that yeah. she wouldn't seek out like male attention, I guess, when she was younger, yeah. which is totally OK. But I was Fine. just like, yeah. I guess they didn't want her to like fall in love so young and then like be heartbroken. And I guess I can kind of relate. I don't think my parents did the same thing of like forcing me mm-hmm. and Kyle to not be together when we were younger. But me and Kyle started yeah. dating when I was 14. So I was similar 
yeah. like age to Percy when her and Literally, Sam started dating. <laughs> and my parents were like, well, you can only hang out with him like two or three days a week and yeah. not every day. Yeah. And I can kind of see like you don't want your child to like be so so enveloped in like the relationships so, like if it does end they're completely heartbroken yeah completely agree I don't have like much to add to that aside from I think that their parents were hesitant for just like kind of like you're saying too but just the regular reasons of being a teenager yeah it's just like okay you just gotta manage what your kids are doing and make sure you know what's going on so nothing scary or bad happens to them but and I feel like they kind of really grew to love the mom sue mm-hmm. and then they all just became like one big happy like blended family which yeah. is so cute and just like trusted everybody a little bit more to where she was like go- going to the house by herself as yeah. a teenager which by the way my parents would never let me do that no okay never I'm like this is getting a little unrealistic you guys like where's the parents yeah. they just didn't go so that was weird but i agree with you and then also to answer like what i think sam and percy being fast friends what they got from each other i feel like but the answer to both questions is kind of the same the parents are worried because you know they only hang out with each other but what's so good for them is that they only hang out with each other i feel like that's so awesome like their best friends they still have there were other characters like sam had the two friends that were always at his house and she had her friend delilah who is a big character but also like i don't know she's like wishy-washy throughout the whole book like she's there sometimes isn't there yeah, I was like, I just don't really care. Some of the, I literally didn't pick any questions really about her, maybe one, because I was just like, I don't know if I care about yeah. the law, which is bad. But yeah, so I don't know. That's, I agree. I, I think agree. that they were able to get like a sense of like trust, I guess. I don't think that there was like necessarily any yeah. parts of their personality that like they gained from the other person, I guess. Sam was like a little bit more shy. So maybe Percy or yeah. I mean, they were both a little shy. So I guess they both like being with each other and like becoming friends like it helped them kind of break out of their shells a little bit and then like having Mm -hmm. that sense of trust and like I mean Percy only shared her writings and her love of horror movies with Sam until like the one time with Charlie but she like never shared that side of her with anybody else and I think that that was really interesting and kind of fun yeah actually that reminds me too that what Sam motivated Percy to do that was really cool was like the swimming and oh, going on the yeah. runs that was really cool in the story too like I kind of forgot about it for a minute but I'm like what did he do for her and it was like he really made her believe in herself and yeah. like motivated her so that she could swim all the way across the freaking lake every year like once a year her whole family would come out and she'd swim the entire lake because he helped her like learn how to do it yeah so that was cool I think that is really cool and it's it was a little bit like weird at first because I was like well, why is he like forcing her to do like physical activity? Yeah. Because like he like going on the runs and was like, Percy, yeah. go with me. And she was like, I literally hate running. And he was, <laughs> she like never like worked out before. Like yeah. I never talked about that. But then she was like, I want to prove to myself I can swim across the lake. And I was like, OK, literally, cool. let's go. go off. <laughs> I know. I love it. OK, so Sam and Percy's romantic relationship began when they were very young, as we've talked about. Uh-huh. Do you think it would have survived had they not broken up like in the middle? Or do you think they needed time apart to ultimately end up together? I think it would have survived. I well, again, just relating myself to the main character. Yeah. I mean, Kyle and I, like when we were in high school, like we got in arguments. We like had little breakups or whatever because mm-hmm. it was high school. And I... I don't know, like some of them, I guess, drew us closer to each other. But I think that the time that they spent apart, first off, was 12 years. That is not yeah. going to like that's not going to make you come back stronger. It's 12 years. It's like you're starting over kind of. I mean, you have like that foundational like relationship from when they were younger yeah. and everything. But I don't know. I like to think that they would have been able to survive even without like that big like issue, I guess. 
Yeah. I okay. So my thoughts were the opposite. I feel <sighs> like it was so good, but I actually I actually thought of it in a different way than you. I was thinking about if they didn't take their break in college when he like went for Thanksgiving or whatever. And I were you talking about that or were you talking I don't about know. like <laughs> the, when they were in their thirties? Because they did break up for like however many years, and then they were in their thirties, and then they came back. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know. Either way, I was like, um, I think they did need a breakup. I hate to say it, really? not break up, but have a break. But I feel like they both like learned their respective things in that time that they needed to know i mean she didn't need to sleep with charlie like i could have done without that part of the story but it's i don't blame her it's okay that she did i feel like they both like learned a lot so i wouldn't have wanted to read it a different way just because it was so good yeah i hear both i I mean i like having like the the little like piece of i don't know turmoil in the relationship like it makes the love story a little bit more interesting that they were able to come back together at the end but i don't know i think like he was like just trying to I guess find himself and like if he was with Percy the whole time like he would have had somebody to be like you are smart enough you're not just a smart guy from a small town but I think it was nice for him to be like okay I need to focus on school and like whatever Mm -hmm. but then the whole situation got real messy (laughs) real messy yeah they needed some self-healing time yeah yeah so that's good um okay that's an easy one but this one i think is really a good question how do you think charlie feels about percy in the past and then in the present oh which we kind of know but also we don't like it's like okay charlie's a very flirty character and that's literally his character he's done it with not just her like the other girls that come on the boat or whatever he flirts with everybody that's like his shtick yeah but when we find out that they slept together and then he obviously is unhappy with the way that sam has like strung her along all her life or like treated her whatever he's unhappy with that so then it's like okay he literally really cares about her yeah so it's so complicated I don't know I remember this is something that stuck out to me just because I finished the book today but he had said like I never had the intention of like making a move on you until that night and I don't know I don't know how truthful that is because like he always was messing like around with her head and being like you're so sexy yeah. Percy and like I don't know just like being hyping crazy. her up yeah and yeah. like being the older guy and like I don't know like you know like brothers fighting for girls and whatever yes. like it's, it's kind so of like funny. a big stereotype so yeah. I was like I don't know I think that he kind of maybe had a crush on her and was like Sam just got to get his act together and just like yes. love you out loud and not like yeah. behind closed doors and I think he was getting sick of that and he was like well I can show you how I love you and like all that yes. stuff but I completely agree I think that that's them as kids and I think that he genuinely just sees her as a sister as an adult 100% agree okay I could not agree more that's exactly what I thought I was like I think he always like knew she was an awesome person yeah. like as kids and like respected her and was like wow she's like a real winner like Sam you better fucking lock it down because you're never gonna get better <laughs> yeah. but he's like get your shit together dude like what the hell so I think he just always past and present really cared about her as a person yeah which is cute I really honestly really like Charlie's character yeah I did too I mean he was like the the slimy like sleazy guy yeah. because he was always like flirting with people and he was always bringing home a new girl like that was a big literally like, point of contention between That's charlie true. and percy she was like which girl are you bringing this time mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it i feel like he was so like almost comedic relief too yeah i was like he's so good yeah cool. i liked it okay, i love what do you think and this is my only delilah question but i feel like i have to put it <laughs> okay. in the book whatever what did you think of delilah and her friendship with percy and do you see delilah as a good friend what about percy is she a good friend so <sighs> i feel like Honestly, to me, this was a hard question. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't really know because it's so different. Like, Delilah and Percy are friends at school, just like anybody else. But when she comes to the summer house, it's like, okay, what? I mean, what do you want them to do? It's like a few hours away. 
Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of a hard question to me. I don't know. I feel like Delilah, like I said, she was like wishy-washy. Like she was in the book. She wasn't in the book. Like she would pop in and out of the story. But I kind of think that that's how her friendship was too. I think like sometimes she would be there for Percy and then other times she would be like not (laughs) like there was one specific time where delilah came up to the summer house and she was just like flirting with sam the whole time and i'm like yeah that is your friend's boy like don't talk to him like that like you can be like oh dang percy uncomfortable like she could be like oh percy he is so cute i'm so like happy that you like have a crush on him but she doesn't need to be like sam you're sexy like (laughs) stop (laughs) (laughs) literally no i just like i think she wasn't she was very flaky and i feel like since she wasn't in the book enough i just did not even feel connected to her character yeah. i was like i could have read the whole book and she wouldn't have been there and i wouldn't have noticed yeah i think literally. at like the end of the day at the end of the book when she was like i promise i'll call you if i see sam because they ended up going to the same college yeah and she did and she was truthful i think that that was like a really like solidifying point that she was like a lifelong friend however like, yes obviously she was a teenage girl in high school and was kind of like yeah the boy obsessed girl and everything and like the girl that was like obsessed with like looking the best or whatever and then I think I think Percy was a really good friend I think that it was kind of it sucked that she had to think that Delilah was lying just to save the image of Sam that she had in her brain when she said um she was like oh yeah I saw Sam and he was really drunk and he hit on me at a party and like basically Mm -hmm. asked to sleep with me and I think that the way that Percy like ended that friendship was just to protect the image that she had yes. of Sam. Oh, for sure. I also think Delilah at the end of the book, because I reread this page today, <laughs> um, when she said, when Percy had said, I, you know, met with Delilah at a coffee shop in the city and I expected her to just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But she just grabbed yeah. me and gave me the biggest hug and was like, took you fucking long enough yeah literally (laughs) like i loved that part and i was like that is a og that's a day one so that made me really like delilah but i just wish we got a little bit more of her or less like i'm like pick one but i didn't like how she was so in and out i like how they also like brought it back around saying like that delilah did just like give her a big hug at the end of the book because she said sorry percy i don't want to talk to you until you're ready to apologize percy took her time figured out how to apologize i mean it might have been 12 years but she figured out how to apologize and Delilah was there and she was like this is what I said I'll be here when you're ready to apologize and she was right fucking there like a day one I loved that I'm like that is such a good like life lesson too like it's never too late not this is like a little unrelated but like it's never too late to apologize someone if you have something in the back of your mind you're like oh I wish I never said that yeah text them you know like it's never too late and what's the worst that's gonna happen they ignore you yeah cool. you haven't talked to them in 12 years anyway exactly. like whatever but I, I liked that message so go off Delilah <laughs> I like that little ending okay a few more questions so how did Percy's betrayal if you will change <laughs> I, I hate that they wrote it like that um change your opinion of her and do you sympathize with what she did and do you think her act is forgivable I don't like how they made it seem so bad it's like okay they I weren't think actually together but okay I think that the thing that was more unforgivable was not her sleeping with Sam's brother. It was her going to watch the horror movie with Charlie because that was specifically her and Sam's thing. And I was like, not going to the drive-in. I was like, you're messed up for going to the drive-in and watching this movie. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Oh my God. But that's actually so funny. On a real note, I think that it 
I don't think it was unforgivable. You can't like say anybody's actions are unforgivable. She was in an emotional state. She yeah. acted off of emotions purely. And she had also called Sam and a woman answered the phone and was like, Sam's drunk work cheering him up right now. And like, Ugh. you tell me that. I hated that. I'm going to go and do something silly too. Yeah. Just like she did. Ugh, I don't yeah. know. I agree. I feel like. I just hated the whole part of the book. Well, I didn't hate that part, but I hated him being at college and being like annoying. Yes. And being, like just distant. I hated Sam in that part of the book. I didn't mind. Like Percy was fine. I don't like calling it Percy's betrayal because no. they were on a break and they didn't have terms. Okay. Like if they had terms, it would be different. It's not like she cheated on him. Like, he no, was, that's what I'm saying. He yeah, was like, drunk in a room with a girl. That's all she knew. Like <laughs> literally. So I think um, it did not really change my opinion of her at all. No. I didn't even care. Like I was like, that's fine. Do what you gotta do. Girl. I mean, I yeah. Some people, you just fine. gotta do what you gotta do. And if that's <laughs> sleeping with his brother, I mean, go ahead, <laughs> go for it, girl. And so, along with that, in the final chapter, Sam tells Percy, "Betrayals don't cancel each other out; they just hurt more." Do you agree with him, or do you think that getting even has merit? I loved that quote. <laughs> I love that you loved that quote. I didn't even remember it. Really? I'm so bad. Well, I yeah. did just read it today, but true. I loved it because betrayals don't cancel each other out. It's not like if somebody hurts you, you can't hurt them back to like I literally. It's like it's just like a cycle of negativity or a cycle of toxicity, yeah. and that's not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to end up making you both hurt more because then you're going to be like, well, that person hurt me, and I felt like I needed to hurt them, and me hurting them hurt me back, and it's just gonna, it's gonna be a long be a little cycle. Yeah, literally, just like a triangle of like pain <laughs> so literally oh my god i love that a triangle of pain <laughs> oh that's so funny i agree i think betrayals do not cancel each other out and then it asks do you think getting even has merit and this is what i'll say like sure it might be it might feel a little better if you know you fuck something up internally and you're mm-hmm. like oh fuck and then they also admit they fuck something up it's like okay maybe i feel like a little less bad yeah. since we both fucked up but also i don't think that that makes it better it's just like okay maybe you feel a little bit of like solace i guess in that yeah but they don't cancel each other out yeah i I don't think that like i don't think that getting even has merit necessarily but i think that it's nice to know that like you like you said like if i've made a mistake and you've made a mistake it makes me feel better and like showing that we both i'm the worst person yeah yeah exactly agree okay i only have one more question okay we don't have to make this an hour and a half you guys so happy. <laughs> like the other um, two i think <laughs> literally so this is the last one and i just loved ending on this question so okay. it says the lake is percy's happy place where she feels most creative and most alive what's yours <sighs> i love this question i don't i'll know. go first yeah you, you go you first can think about it because i, I didn't want to look at the questions because i wanted to be surprised I no i love not looking it's the best so i yeah i've been thinking about mine and I've only been here once, but I really feel like mine is Arizona. When we went to Sedona, we climbed the freaking rock, double black diamond hike all the way to the top. Nothing mattered in the whole world. Yeah. It was just like, wow, I just did that. And it was just so awesome. And if I, so I don't know how, how much you or listeners know about Sedona, but it's supposed to be like an energy place mm-hmm. and like it's some sort of energy equilibrium and like it feels different when you're there or whatever. I don't know about it. I thought that that all sounded like woo woo bullshit and then i went there and i was like i feel some type of way and it it did and angela said the same thing and we are so not like that as you know so we were like oh my god like it with the energy here like we love that (laughs) so we need to all go to sedona sometime because oh that i think that's mine that's my happy place but also just 
it says where you feel most creative and most alive. I think that's just traveling in general for me too. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know if I have a specific location, but I loved like hiking in like the yeah. Rocky Mountains in Colorado. Like that was beautiful, like Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. But I think just like hiking in general, like hiking is my yeah. happy place. Like any place Nature. that I can be like on a trail. Yeah, yeah, hear me being the woo-woo person, the woo-woo bullshit <laughs> no, that you I said that doesn't exist. And then you found I was it. so skeptical and I was, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> Literally. I don't know. I, I just, love that. I like being outside so much and I, like, I do yes. feel so creative. And like another thing that's like a super like big guilty pleasure and I love that I can do it now because I have a fireplace yeah. is to sit by the Ooh. fireplace with like a hot cocoa or like a hot tea and like read a book and I'm that's so excited so to do that this fall because I can't believe I didn't realize you guys had a fireplace yeah so, he's mean, right we there we have one too but we've never used it <laughs> really Mood. ours is like a gas one is that what Same. yours is okay I yeah. don't know how it we've works never used it yet so I know it works because our inspector turned it on cool but I, I don't it. know if mine works <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I love this book club. I love this book. Now I'm I really do want to read her other books now just because I liked how yeah. she wrote it. It was really good. I was hoping she has another really popular book right now called Meet Me at the Lake and I was hoping that was like related and, and it's, it's not. not. It's a whole new story. Oh. Which is, is fine, the but same I'm like lake? I don't know. I hmm. have to check. But it sounds good. So Carly Fortune, guys, check her out, but Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Getting all the I way here it. with us. I love the book I clubs. I thought this was so fun. I know. So definitely send us your guys' recommendations. If there's a book like y'all have already read or want to read, we will do it with you guys. Yeah. And we can all, you know, chat together. Join our book clubs at bookclubs.com. I don't know the link because it's not a special link. It's a bunch of random letters. Yeah. So <laughs> head to our Instagram if you want to sign up and you can just tap it. It's on our highlights under the book club highlight. And... Yeah, get ready for the next book club yeah. with Marissa. It's going to be Five Total Strangers. And I'm thinking a little bit of a crimey vibe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. We'll I genuinely don't really know what it's about. I just know that there's like yeah, a mystery I just saw the or cover. a thriller yeah. kind of aspect to it. Yes, thriller. That's the word. Not crimey. Yeah, I thriller. think <laughs> if I remember correctly, I haven't read the back of the book in a while. But I think yeah. that it's people that get stranded at a airport and Ooh. they have to all drive because they were flying to the same place. So they all mm-hmm. choose to rent a car and drive together. So the yeah. five total strangers are the five people that rent the car. And then Ooh, some sort of I like thing this. happens. Like okay. something is happening in the car. And like maybe somebody's like a murderer or maybe somebody like I don't know what the thing is. But yeah. it's the five total strangers in the car traveling cross country during a snowstorm. Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually really excited. I love that it's wintry vibes for winter. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Did you ever read the book? I'm trying to think of if this is the right one. I was trying to Google it. This is Let It Snow by John Green. Did you ever read that? Uh-uh. I don't know if it's the right one, but I know they made a Netflix movie off of it and it's a book and it has something to do with winter and the Waffle House and getting in a car accident. But huh. that's all I can remember. <laughs> so I need to find after this. But anyways, that's irrelevant. Thank you guys for listening to the rambles <laughs> that always ensue when yes, we talk to each other. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, join our book club, you know, hang out with us. Even if you, you guys, you can just join the book club and you don't even have to commit to reading. Like just yeah. join the little club on the app and we can all talk to each other, which is super fun. Yes. So yeah, that's all for today's episode. Like, subscribe share follow us on instagram also share this angelo gave me this great idea thank you angelo he was like you should tell them to share this episode with someone who loves reading books yes duh do it and i was like that's a great idea so if you're still listening to this definitely send this book club episode right over to one of your friends who like loves reading we all have one yes we're we're probably ours groups of <laughs> friends and readers there's a, always one or more but like someone in your group probably likes reading so send this their way yeah i bet they'd like it 
so yeah thanks you guys for listening and that's gonna be freaking it we that's gotta go. it we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> with that i'm erica and i'm marissa and, and we, we run, run on, on coffee, coffee. bye, bye.